Welcome to the Sometimes Spouse Podcast. I am Christy Ogle, and today is Ask an Expert. We have an expert with us that is amazing with auto repair. His name is Jesse Britt. Thanks for joining us, Jesse. How are you doing? Amazingly well. How are you? I am beautiful this morning. Awesome. Healthy and awake. <laughs> good, good. And you guys are doing well. You're rebounding pretty well after COVID, huh? Yes, ma'am. And we slowed down a little bit, but things are getting back to normal. Yeah, now that they're opening up Texas, I'm seeing beautiful things happening. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people are just getting tired of sitting at home, whether they open it up or not. <laughs> Tired of the kids, tired of the dogs, tired of the spouse. It's time to get back to life. Yes. I know my wife's tired of me. <laughs> so, Jesse, tell me, did you do anything before working on cars? I did a lot of fast food between 16 and 18, but when I turned to 18, it was pretty much cars from then on. Oh, wow. So, do you have a favorite kind of car? Not really in particular. I'm a Mopar man, so my bucket car is a 71 Hemi Cuda. 71 Hemi Cuda. Did I say that right? Yep. Wow. I'm going to have to Google that after this because I'm not a car person. I don't know anything about it. Well, if you've ever watched the movie Phantasm, it's the black car. Good to know, good to know. So, Jesse, you or have a... Nash Bridges. If you ever watched Nash Bridges, his yellow car. Oh, I have a, seen that's that. That's a Hemi Cuda. That's a Hemi Cuda. Wow. So, you have an auto shop in Waco. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, we started our shop nine years ago. Uh, just kind of my way of showing people they didn't have to be scared of the auto repair industry and that it could be a pleasant experience. Uh, just experienced so many bad things over the years and seeing a lot of bad situations. I just wanted to, wanted to show people it could be different. And my shop was more of a solution. So I have to tell you, I have a fear of going into auto shops because I don't know anything about cars. My husband knows about cars and motorcycles and that kind of stuff. But when I had to go and take my car into Jesse Britt to get the oil change, I was like scared to death. Like I knew Thomas, I'd known you from Facebook for years. But when I walked in, I was like sweating bullets because I'm so intimidated. Um, about this industry and having this part, I was afraid I was going to get taken advantage of. And I built a relationship with uh, Thomas, uh, one of your service writers through a networking group. And he's, no, come in, we'll take care of you. No, come in, we'll take care of you. And I went in there and Thomas wasn't there. So I was totally freaked out. And there was somebody else there that was like, I'll take care of you. No big deal. And I mean, he put me at ease almost immediately. And you guys took care of whatever it was I've ne I needed because it's been a year or so you guys have been working on our cars. And um, I've recommended you guys ever since. So I don't know what you do that like eases that tension, but 
it's been amazing ever since. I only recommend y'all. Well, I I teach my people, and a lot of them, I mean, it just comes naturally, but I teach them not to assume anything or judge a book by its cover. Uh, the biggest complaint that I hear about is people going elsewhere or sending their elderly parents or something like that, and them just getting taken to the cleaners. And I don't treat anybody that walks in the door any different than I would my own father. And I expect my service staff to handle the same way. But you don't know when that person walks in the door. I mean, I've had women technicians before. They could work on cars better than I could. Okay. So I don't judge a book. If you walk in, I don't know if you just built your car. So I will treat you just like I would anybody else. Until you tell me that you don't understand what I'm talking about, I'm going to explain it to you like I would explain it to anybody else that walked in the door. That's amazing. So did you guys have to pivot any with COVID-19 or was it just run and keep going as normal? It changed my hours a little bit. We closed on Saturdays and we started closing at five o'clock during the week. Just kind of an eight to five Monday through Friday schedule because it was just easier to manage. And uh, that's pretty much the only change I made. We did some, uh, we put some seating outside and kind of separated our chairs six feet apart. And then I put X's on the floor to keep them, people away from the counter. But um, that's really all we did. I mean, you, you can only do so much. Yeah. And, I mean, even with something like this, cars still have to run. People, this is definitely essential. You have to keep your car maintained and keep it going, right, Jesse? Oh, yes, ma'am. Uh, just ignoring problems for a short time can triple the cost of repairs. So what are some easy tips for our listeners to take care of their car so they can keep it running? Because it's so important now with a looming unknown of the economy, people aren't going to go out and just buy new cars. They're going to have them fixed. So what are some tips for us to look for and some simple maintenance tips to keep our cars going for years to come? Well, things you can check at home um, on a regular basis. Tires are one of the most overlooked items on a vehicle. Nobody thinks about their tires generally. And a lot of times, I mean, if you're walking out of the grocery store and your tires turn to one side, you can see, hey, there's it's worn more on one side than it is the other. Uh, the tread's looking really bad. They're kind of, I, I recommend at least once a month just go around and inspect your tires just a little visual inspection and check your air pressure every other week or so and that will maintain the life of your tires because if you catch an alignment problem early you can extend the life of that expensive investment because a set of tires will run upwards of a thousand dollars and as long as you keep the alignment and your tire rotations like every other oil change rotate your tires keep the air pressure and the alignment check you'll get the maximum mileage out of those tires. Um, another thing is just simply checking your oil about once a week, once every couple of weeks, just pop the hood, pull the dipstick and just check that oil. Uh, keep an eye on the sticker. Don't go over on your mileage. If you've got a sticker in the corner up on the windshield, just get that changed when it says to, because ignoring that or just going another thousand miles that can be detrimental on the new cars because they're so tight at clearance 
any sludge or contamination can damage really expensive components. They're, they're not as forgiving as the cars of the past. Oh, wow. That's good to know. So it's different now than it used to be 10 or 20 years ago. Yes, maintenance is so... 20 years ago, you could put gas and change your oil once a year, and it really didn't matter much. Now, the cars will the cars will eat your lunch if you ignore them. They're, they're very needy. Wow. So, one thing that Thomas has gotten on to me a few times for is I'm terrible about looking at the gas thing. So, I'll not know that I'm low on gas until... You know, the light comes on and then I think, oh, I've still got, you know, 20, 25 miles. I'm good. Is that something I need to be cautious about that, Jesse? Yes, because that's left me walking a few times. You're, I mean, if the gas gauge isn't reading exactly right or if you're in an unfamiliar car. I mean, I've, I've rode cars before where when that light came on, you had about two miles. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I try, I try not to let the cars go below a quarter tank. It just, that's just a personal preference. It just, it keeps you from sucking up all the sediment on the bottom. Uh, anything that might be, cause I mean, if you suck them dry, then you're getting every little piece that's in the bottom of there at that last bit. And there's more fuel in there. At least it's stirred up a little bit. Yeah. Especially with older, newer cars, it's not as big a deal. But if you've got an older car, you get down below a quarter tank. I mean, you might be pumping some contamination. I like to, I've gotten it to zero several times. That's my goal is to see if I can go over zero, but maybe that's not a good idea. Well, if you run out of, if you actually run out of fuel, you take a chance of damaging the pump. Oh, wow. And you could, you could be looking at a thousand dollars or more for a fuel pump because when you run them dry, an older pump will actually burn itself out pretty quickly. Wow. I got a recall the other day that I have to get a new fuel pump and I called the auto dealership and they said that it has, it can't be fixed until uh, September. So I am worried a little bit about the fuel pump. So I'm going to definitely keep it, keep it going until September on a quarter. Of a I'm not sure. Manufacturers have recalls for different reasons. Uh -huh. it, it may be a safety. It may be a safety concern. If it was a safety, I, I believe they'd get it done faster than September. But more than likely, it's they've had a lot of them failing, and they've just updated the design. But if if it was a safety concern, boy, it just got really windy here all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. We want to keep our cars in tip-top shape. You mentioned tires. So you guys take care of tires at Jesse Britt? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we sell tires. We do our tires more as a service. Uh, we have we have a hard time competing with like Sam's Club and uh, like the big box stores because I can't sell tires as cheap as they do. But I do provide tires because I try to be a one-stop shop for my customers because that matters to some. So are there some simple do-it-yourself tips that our listeners can do on their cars at home to maintain them and make sure they're, they're up in tip-top shape? Really, uh, checking your oil regularly, that's, that's something anybody can do. Um, 
And if anybody wanted to be shown, I'd be more than happy to show a customer how to check their own oil or anything they want to be able to look at. Checking your air pressure. You just need an air gauge, a little $2 air gauge from Walmart will suffice. Uh, the uh, A lot of cars now have the TPMS where you can actually go through the system and look at what your tire pressures are. But the older cars don't have that system. Uh, a good fuel system cleaner, I'd say once every oil change, at, le- at the least once every oil change, put in a good fuel system cleaner like we carry the BG products, the 44K, or any quality. Lucas has some good products if they wanted to pick up their own. But just a good fuel system cleaner. Uh, most air filters are easy to change yourself, wiper blades. Um, and now some of the air filters get a little complicated and require tools, so I would recommend that to everybody. But wiper blades are fairly simple. You don't know about those bad till you need them. Yeah. Uh, cabin filters, uh, that's a maintenance item that really gets overlooked. They're usually behind the glove box. Uh, anybody that's fairly mechanically inclined can change one of those, but they can be a little complicated. But those will diminish your airflow if you're noticing that the air is not coming out of your vents as hard as it used to, or there's a funny smell or something like that a lot of times that cabin filter needs to be changed probably once a year oh wow and and almost all of the new cars have them i'd say anything within the last 10 years probably has a cabin filter the trucks are the exception but pretty much all the cars and suvs have cabin filters wow nobody knows in nobody knows anything about them because they're not told so what if my car's making a funny noise? Should I take it in immediately or just wait? I would bring it in immediately if you don't know what that noise is. Because an untrained ear, you don't know if you got a wheel falling off or if you got a rock stuck in the tire. So it's always better safe than sorry. Summer's right around the corner. What are some things that need to be maintained on my car um, with the hot Texas heat? Well, I would recommend having it serviced by evac and recharge to verify you have the proper amount of Freon because low Freon can be damaging to a system because you don't flow oil correctly. So I recommend to evac and recharge before the summer months. Um, also, that cabin filter, making sure that's clean because that will help the efficiency of the air conditioner in the hotter temperatures. Uh, something else people don't think about is window tint. We don't do that personally. But if you have a vehicle with no tent in the Texas sun, that air conditioner is not going to do you much good well, on a 105-degree day if the sun's coming right in. You'd be amazed what a good window tent can do for inside of a vehicle. Well, Jesse, before we end the interview, I always like to ask somebody a, a really good uh, question that's kind of left ball field and my question for you is if you were stuck on an island a desert deserted island and all of your human needs are met everything's taken care of for your that you need as a human being but you have two things to take with you on this island what would those two things be me alone by myself it's up to you
you had to ask me a deep question. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to say my wife and daughter. That's awesome. You're a family man. I, I can't. I can't think of anything that would do me any good on a desert island by myself because anything I would take would get old over time. Yep. So, Jesse, if my listeners want to get a hold of you or find out where your shop is, how can they contact you? Um, they can contact us through our website at jessebrittsautomotive.com or our phone number 254-741-6550. Jesse, thank you and so much. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, we're located at 828 North Valley Mills Drive uh, behind O'Reilly Auto Parts. What a perfect place to be. Did you plan that? Yeah. I didn't, but it has been really nice over the years just to walk next door. That is perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Uh, thank you, thank guys. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening to the Sometime Spouse podcast where we ask an expert weekly on things that we need to know things about. I'm Christy Ogle with Sometime Spouse.